Welcome again to Jay's Real World, my new podcast. I want to share a very special story with you. It's called Joe's Last Performance. Um, I met Joe in 2017, right after starting hemodialysis. And I want to share this really moving story with you. Again, I appreciate your following the podcast and subscribing. Sit back and enjoy many more to come. Thank you. Joe's Last Performance by Jay Gittleson Dialysis was like a big circle of chairs surrounding a large island or nurse's station. The people closest to you became your world in a way. You experienced their pain and discomfort, their ups and downs, and the rhythms of their life as they shared them. I sat in the farthest corner facing the entrance. I could see the comings and goings of patients and staff. My nearest neighbor was just in front and to the right of me and in my immediate sight line. His name was Joe, and he was in his late 60s, a right leg amputee, and a somewhat cantankerous person at times. Joe was upset because he wanted an earlier treatment time. Apparently, an earlier start time would be more conducive to his meal schedule and better control of his stomach troubles. Instead of talking it through with the nurse manager, he would just start yelling about it from his dialysis chair. These outbursts went on for quite some time. However, I discovered another side to Joe and spoke to him during some of his quieter moments. He went into great detail about his having been a guitarist in a notable local rock band for many years. He said he had a video of his band's last gig at the Music Fest in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which I had learned was the biggest music festival on the East Coast. I was eager to see the video, and it was clear that Joe was excited to let the staff and patients in the center know that he had a life before dialysis, and that he was proud to show that what he was capable of doing. Each patient had their own television screen on the wall in front of their dialysis chair. The dietician showed some educational videos from time to time, so I figured it would be easy for Joe to show his last gig to those who wanted to see it. Joe loved the idea and asked the charge nurse if he could bring his DVD in that next Saturday. The nurse was all for it, and Joe's excitement was palpable as we approached the weekend. Joe came in a bit early that Saturday and presented his, the DVD to the nurse. She immediately told him that it would not be happening. It was, in fact, she said, against the rules. So why has she told him to bring it in? Joe was devastated. It was as if he was being robbed of the opportunity to show everyone that he had a talent and that he was not just a sick man dependent upon a machine to keep him alive. It was humiliating. I felt so bad for him and I immediately asked Joe if I could take the video home with me so that I could enjoy it. When I returned to the center for my next treatment, I made sure to loudly praise and acknowledge Joe's musicianship. I could tell that it made him feel good. We exchanged phone numbers and talked about possibly getting together one day. Joe was in the process of being fitted for a prosthesis for his right leg and said he looked forward to, be, for, to being able to drive again. I called him a couple of times that spring, but Joe was not very motivated to get together. His wife would drop him off at dialysis, and he usually grumbled as he transferred to a wheelchair on his way inside the center. 
I waited in the lobby to be called in for my treatment this one day in late spring, and Joe walked in on his own. He had a new confidence about him with his new leg. Joe then switched his treatment days so that he could have the weekends to go fishing again. I was happy for him and wished him well. I received a surprise call from Joe a few months later in July. He was very upbeat and said, Jay, I want to come to your home this weekend and play some music for you. I was taken aback and thought there would not be enough time to invite some friends and provide him with a proper audience. I said, Joe, I don't think I can be ready on such short notice. Can we do it another time? Joe was insistent. This Sunday is going to be a cooler day, he said. The heat is going to break. It's the perfect day. This is just for your family. That is the only audience I need. Please, just set up a tent on your back patio so I can be out of the sun, and I will just need some help getting my equipment out of my car. I agreed, and asked if there was anything special that he would like for lunch. Joe specifically asked for a hamburger and macaroni salad. My daughter and I purchased a canopy tent at a local sporting goods store, and my wife agreed to the lunch menu. That Sunday was a beautiful sunny day, and a bit cooler as predicted. Joe arrived right on time, by himself. We expected a simple acoustic guitar performance, so we were a little surprised when Joe popped the trunk of his car and directed us to unload multiple speakers, a monitor, patch cords, microphones, amplifier, mixing board, guitar picks, music stand, and a stool. Joe was wearing a blue bandana tied around his forehead, a white t-shirt, and black shorts with green neon strip up the side. It took him about 45 minutes to set up under the tent. He was ready to rock, and he played everything from Led Zeppelin to the Beatles to Pink Floyd on his electric guitar. Joe sang fervently in a passionate, raspy voice. The music blasted throughout the neighborhood. The first set lasted about an hour, and then we sat under our umbrella table for lunch. Joe loved the hamburger, and he especially enjoyed the macaroni salad. Joe turned to me after lunch and said, I would like to play one last set. He jammed for about 40 more minutes. My daughter and I carried all the equipment back to his car. We thanked him for a great performance. Joe drove off looking exhausted, but satisfied. When I went back into dialysis the following Tuesday, the staff told me that all Joe had talked about was his concert at Jay's house. He raved to them about the experience, the feelings that he had playing one more time, and of course, about the macaroni salad. A few weeks later, at the end of my treatment, I sat alone in my chair, waiting to be cleared to go home that night. I was usually the last patient there. The nurse approached me and told me that she had some bad news. I was confused and worried. She said, Joe passed away this morning at 5 a.m. I know how much you cared about him. I just wanted you to know. I started crying uncontrollably. The nurse held my hand tightly, and when I caught my breath, she said to me, Aren't you glad that you were part of making Joe's last performance possible? The end. Thank you so much for listening. 
I thought you might like to hear a little bit of Joe's last performance. So, here's Joe. <laughs> 